What's up, real estate business builders? This is Lars Hedenborg, founder of Real Estate B-School, and we're in the midst of sharing uh, our two-day business growth digital summit. And if you're just coming into the podcast, make sure you go back. We have shared Aaron Novello, Jarek Robbins, Wally Bressler, Christine Lee, Jessla Novell, and our speaker that we're gonna get into now is Christina edelston Skurat of uh, Kirby and Christina in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Last year, they did 777 transactions. This is a two-part podcast. So two-part podcast. And Christina goes into the six disciplines you must employ in your business and in your life. And she splits it out into three and three if you're going to crush the shift. There's no way around these disciplines. You know, she was, the year she was pregnant, I think with their second or third child, uh, she sold 150 homes personally. She's now completely out of production. She's running the business, uh, and it's an amazing, amazing story. So stay tuned for part one. If you haven't grabbed a, a copy of the Real Estate Business Growth Navigator, that's where I detail the stages of business growth. And Kirby and Christina were early part of Real Estate B-School, and I guided them. They did the work, but I guided them along this journey. So this roadmap, these six distinct stages that you need to follow to grow your business from wherever you are to wherever you want to go is at realestatebusinessgrowth.com. That's realestatebusinessgrowth.com. And enjoy part one of Christina talking about the six disciplines to crush the shift. All right. So, um, Raise your hand if you like the word discipline. And I know it's probably not the favorite word. I actually debated, should I uh, use the word disciplines or should I use the word habits? Because habits is so much catchier. But um, I think like a habit feels like something that you just like naturally do, where the discipline to me is something that you choose to do. Um, and I think that there's things that we all know we should do, but that doesn't mean that we do them or want to do them. Um, so anyway, I mean, I think, you know, when, when Lars asked me to speak today and, and share a little bit about our journey, um, I wanted to share some of these things and, you know, I do want to just give Lars a shout out because I do remember being in his room and, and learning and he was sharing, uh, stuff from high performance coaching he'd learned and Lars always just breathed as a hundred percent a game and is always learning himself and um, working to be able to bring things of value. So we have always appreciated that so much about him. Um, and I think we share a lot of core values, which makes it extra fun to collaborate together. So thank you for inviting me. Um, and a little bit about me. So I've been married 13 years to Kirby, who is my wonderful husband. Um, random fact, he flew out to the Congo and surprised me and proposed there uh, 14 years ago. So that's how we ended up getting engaged. And now we have four amazing children and here in this picture. So our oldest just turned 10, which uh, makes us feel really old because all of a sudden you're like, wow, we've been parents 10 years. Uh, no wonder we're not anymore in our 20s or 30s. Uh, I actually just turned 41 uh, a few days ago. So I grew up in Mexico and I also lived in the Congo in Africa. And we have a real estate team with about 35 full-time agents and then other support agents and staff. Um, we have a home building company that Kirby runs. You know, we have rental properties. Those are the primary for focuses from a business standpoint at this time. And for fun, we love to travel, go on vacations and go to our lake home, which if you know about Minnesota, people love cabins on lakes. And uh, we ended up doing our 10-year dream early 
and bought it during COVID, which we would never go back. It was like the best decision. And we've had so much fun as well as fun sharing it with people. And I love food and good food. So anyway, there's a little bit about me. Um, and um, Lars, do, we, do, do people pitch in with questions? Should I leave uh, open for that or just toward the end? I would say, I mean, definitely sprinkling your question as you guys have them, but I would just go through your stuff um, and then I'll pay attention to the questions and then we'll have time afterwards. Okay, that sounds great. So, um, well, what are the six things that we'll talk about today, the disciplines that have, that have really transformed in my personal life and business? Um, I think, you know, it's take care of, there's, there's kind of two categories, which is you as a person, take care of your physical body, mindset, and soul, and leverage your home to be life-giving. And the three that have been part of my business success, specifically with real estate, um, is master the sales process, get really good at the phone and loving it, and relationships are the key. So you guys ready for this? Let's get rolling. Um, so first, um, take care of your physical body, I think is one of the things. And, you know, actually this morning I was thinking about it, and I'm going to start actually with number two is number one, because I think that that's really like where where I start or where I would recommend starting and the platform for the rest. Um, it was actually kind of fun to see you guys in the chat. I, I wasn't able to participate in the earlier sessions, but hearing you talk about um, some of you guys, at least from that spiritual side, it's pretty cool. And I think, you know, what I, what I observe it, well, and what I, what I know to be true is we are spiritual beings or more to us than just our physical body. And when we develop and nurture the deeper side in us, everything in our outlook changes our priorities and the way that we live. And that's been a huge part for my life. Um, we, we need an anchor, something that we go to when the going gets tough. Um, also something that we go to when the going is great so we don't get proud because uh, pride comes before the fall usually. And um, so that's really been a huge thing for me. You know, I, I think that if most of us look around, we've heard at some point, um, and some of you guys might even know people, right, who've had huge levels of success and yet end up committing suicide, right? I think there was a big realtor in California not that long ago, very successful. Um, and so really, I think what it comes down to is financial success and success in life, it does not have that true lasting meaning. All of us look for meaning. And so that's that's really huge. Um, that I would encourage each of you to, to find a deeper sense of purpose. So for me, that, that is what anchors me um, consistently and I go back to, and that's what this framework by, by which I, I live my life. Um, and it's huge for me. And there's a lot of resources out there that are not necessarily Christian that can help you. Like I've learned a lot from Tony Robbins and several of his events um, that have really helped me process and put through the time of defining who I am. And that's, that's the, one of the points I really want to talk about today is the more clear you are on who you are as a person and where you're going, then, then what you're doing is going to align and you're going to have that integrity with yourself about all the other disciplines that we're going to talk about today. Just a little plug in, Date with Destiny for me was my favorite event of his and I, we're kind of junkies who went to all of them. Um, but one of the things you have to do there is write out your destiny board. And there's, there's a couple things in there. One, you're writing like, hey, the mission of my life is X. I know Lars is huge on that. He had us work on stuff like that when, we, when we've gone to these events. Um, and one of the things that I've appreciated a lot is he had, he had you work through your toward values and your away from values. Meaning, because we're not even aware of the thing that we live by sometimes. 
value-wise, right? Like, so for example, one of the ones that I learned of was everything's going to go badly. And so even, for example, this week, some things happened and I, I caught myself realizing, wow, I'm responding like everything's going to be going badly instead of looking at it from the values that I, that I want to have that are, that are true of who I am. And so being able to acknowledge that has helped me completely transform the way that I approach things versus just that incentive gut reaction that we have from our childhood based on whatever experiences we had. So anyway, um, the more you can figure out who you are that's, and put the time towards that and do it regularly. So every year I spend some time by myself, um, which doesn't happen easily when you're a parent, and I'm sure you all know. And um, I spend some time really thinking and praying through, hey, what is, what is my, my focus going to be this year based on my circumstances or the opportunities we want to grow or my family's needs or my team's needs? Um, or my own needs, and and then I put the energies towards that. And I usually try to live with no more than four to six that I, area that I'm focusing on developing. I, I usually try to have at least one or two that are personal, one or two that are business related, that are I'm still like really focusing on as things. Really um, encourage you to read book or listen as realtors and as busy people. If you work out or you're driving, listening to books, Audible is my best friend. Um, but it, it is a game changer for growing and cha- changing the weight of your approaching life, whether, and I, I actually switch it up a lot. I read like a personal book, not, not novels or anything, although fun things I'm trying to bring it into my life from, from a writing standpoint. And I have over the last year, little, but I usually say, okay, what is something that's going to develop me as a person? And then I switch it off. And the next time I'm reading, typically something that's going to develop me um, from a business standpoint or as a leader. Previously, I had a lot to do with sales skills and things like that. And I still sometimes sprinkle sales stuff and how can I develop in my coaching of my team um, and think bigger. And then always, I would highly, highly encourage you to find a mentor, find counselors. If you know you got issues, just go get help. And it's so awesome. It's so awesome in your marriage and whatever category it is, because that will catapult you to the next levels in every way. Um, so that's my encouragement. I'm going to go back to number one. So with that as the framework, right? Like who I want to be, who you want to be and having that clarity when you've got the clarity, it's true to you. You can't make it up, right? Now, in, in my opinion, if you, if you really spend the time doing it and identify who you really are um, and are comfortable with that and the decisions you're choosing to make from there, then some of these other decisions you make, these other disciplines will be far easier to follow through on. So I think taking care of our physical body is huge. Um, there's a quote that my dad told me of once that I will never forget, but he said, you know, there's the, this guy that just worked and was amazing and did a lot of amazing things in his life. And I can't remember what his name is, but the point is he never rested and ended up dying in his thirties. And one of his dying quotes was, man, God gave me one horse to run with and I beat the horse to death. So we don't want to do that with our body. We've got one body, one life. We want to take good care of it because when we do that, we're able to make such a more powerful impact for the rest of our lives, right? Um, and we want those lives to be long in, in a way that are meaningful to ourselves, our family, and to others. So I think exercising is huge. And one of the things that I, I really recommend is be realistic. Um, you know, I, I see a lot of people that are like, oh, I never work out. Okay, now my goal is I'm going to work out seven days a week for an hour every single day. And it's just like, that's not going to happen. It's not sustainable for most people. Some people do it, I realize, but it's very few people that do that. So um, it's far better to make a commitment that's far smaller once a week. Once you hit once a week for several months, go to twice a week or whatever, but like, don't, don't make the jump so big. So 
I have for years and years and years. I just do three times a week. I do 30 minutes, um, but I just wrote 15 if that's something that helps you to kind of conceptualize. If it's small enough to do it consistently, um, but it is a game changer. When I have hard days, even when I was pregnant, all four pregnancies or when I'm tired or sick, like I do everything I can to stay consistent. Um, and, it's, you know, you're going to have a little zays there, right? If you get really sick or something, but generally try to stay consistent. And the energy level that it, that it causes in you starts your day, you go strong and your whole life long term is going to go, go better. My, uh, you know, I think we stopped building true muscle after the 40s, I think it is. And so you want to build as much and maintain as much food as you can um, and not let it dwindle down. So um, keep it easy. I, I think that one of the things for me that you'll see kind of this as a pattern in a lot of the disciplines that I talk about, I try to make everything literally as easy as possible so that I actually can follow through on it because it requires very little thinking on my part once I've done the initial decision making about what I want to do. So um, there was pews in my life where I did a lot of running and biking. Then I did T25, 25-minute hardcore workouts. Um, after I had kids, if you know anything about that, you know, it's pretty rough on a woman's body. So I got into a workout program called Every Mother, which was really very transformational and helpful. Um, and I highly encourage it for any woman who's had children. Um, and now my husband and I do the mirror. So like literally a physical mirror that has a workout program, live coaching on it, live classes and thousands of workout classes of every type from yoga and dance to strength building and kickboxing and all of that. Um, but we actually work out together now, which has made, made it really fun and challenges both of us to do harder workouts than we would typically on our own. Um, but what's, what I really like about it when I think about easy again is we don't drive anywhere. I don't have to get in my cold car in the middle of winter in Minnesota. I'm not losing, you know, 15 minutes driving here and back and forth to the gym. I'm not stuck talking to people when I don't have time. I and mean, when you have kids, that's a, that's a real a real issue that morning time. And evening, very, very, very difficult to ever actually work out. So um, we get up. The kids don't bother us. They know what we're doing. We get our workout in, in and out, done 30 minutes. Um, so again, easy, 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 easy. Totally recommend it. So, um, and really, the more you do whatever it, you decide with your physical body, and we could, we could go into talking about eating healthy and all that, and I'm not going to go into that today. Um, to, for me, this is one of the biggest things is just do it consistently, start small, stay consistent, and then you can build from there. But I don't feel a need to work out five or seven times a week. I mean, sometimes, I am doing activities five or seven times a week, going for a walk or things like that. But my my commitment of exercise is three mornings a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, just doesn't change. Just like I'm spending time personally journaling and reading my Bible, spending time with God every Tuesday, Thursday, and then on the weekends. So just very, very like simple and structured first thing in the morning. So um, I'm going to go then to number three of the personal ones. So leverage your home to be life giving. I think that's huge. When we're entrepreneurs and we're hustling and we're working hard and when you work in real estate, which doesn't end, it's not nine to five, right? It's starting to finish. Um, and we all know we've had those calls at 10 or 11 p.m. to get that deal done or save it from dying. We need the, our home environment to be as supportive and life-giving as possible because the worst thing that can happen is you have all these responsibilities. You come home, you can raise your hand, right, if you've experienced this. And then you're like, oh my gosh, the bathrooms haven't been clean. Or, oh my goodness, I have no idea what we're going to eat. And I'm starving and now I'm hangry. And I got to open the fridge and come up with something. And all those decisions just, and that pressure we feel, they, they weigh it down. 
Um, and it really, if we start feeling that guilt or that, that pulling us back, it doesn't allow us to live in our best space for our whole life as well as for our business, right? And for our clients and all that. So some of the ways that I've found that really, the disciplines that help us is prioritize, we prioritize our marriage since before we had kids, just mainly commitments and literally Thursday nights since the day we got married to even now, that's when we've got our date night. Um, and, you know, our newborns joined us for about the first month and a half or so or whatever, but once it started getting, you know, whatever, stay with the babysitter with the rest. So, and that's great because having that dedicated time away, it's not the exhausted 9 p.m. time after you've gotten the kids to bed um, and, or, or whatever. I mean, it's just huge. So it's, it's fun. I think being able to do that is very important. And then we've also invested in times of growth. So sometimes it's been participating in certain coaching programs together. Sometimes it's been, hey, let's go to counseling and, and grow in this area um, individually and in our marriage um, and whatever it is. And sometimes it's just like, hey, let's have a little more fun in this particular area. And so that's been really great for us um, as two strong personalities and with a lot going on that's extremely helpful. Um, again, more of the easy thing, delegate or find easy system that makes the weight of, of the whole life easier, right? So cleaning, just get a cleaner. I mean, I think Lars might have been one of the first people that really was like, dude, you got to get cleaners. Uh, but, but it's a game changer. And we've been doing that for several years. Um, and it's not that we're not physically able to clean. We clean all the time, like the maintenance cleaning, but the deep cleaning, awesome. Not having to, to worry about that at all. Um, it's huge. So groceries and menu planning, that was like our witching hour when we come home from work. Anybody else experience that? Or otherwise you're eating out too much and that's not great for you either or your budget sometimes. So we did a lot of research and found an app called Paprika, okay, which I highly, highly recommend. You menu plan, you add all the recipes super easily from the internet or manually, add it to the um, weekly to the weekly menu, and then you add all your groceries from there, compile them, different use. You can share an account, so you can shop. Well, now we're nanny shop, so we order online most of the time. So that, you know, ordering online makes groceries easy. So when you don't have to think about it, and then you end up with your go-to recipes, the ones that work, and you have enough variety. Again, less decision-making makes it so much better. And then for us, we ended up going to um, getting a nanny by the time we had a third kid. So um, and that also we made uh, cooking dinners part of her job description. So the day that she works for us, that's what she does, and it makes a total game changer. We come home. It's already hard enough to detach from work, but at least now we don't have to like work cooking. Um, and we can show from each other as a family. And that's, that's been so wonderful for us. As a parent, one of the leveraged things I would encourage um, is spend one-on-one -on -one time with each kid as, as often, even every day, at least five or 10, 15 minutes of like, attention on them. It makes a huge uh, difference. So Herbie's been really good about doing like daddy-daughter or daddy-son dates. They love that. I do my, my times with them differently. Um, but I think investing in that is huge. And again, speaking to moms mostly, but like the mom guilt thing is a real thing when you work. And so being able to do that and make sure that your kids feel loved it gives you so much more peace. Like it's okay. You love the nanny, they're loved at school or whatever. I'm still showing up for them when I'm showing up. So being intentional and not accidental um, really helps a lot to make sure that you're living according to the values you want there. 
And then for us personally, I don't want to be all work and no play. We love vacations, building memories and fun experiences. And personally, giving the charity is a huge part of our lives. Um, and so we plan for that. Like, hey, how much do we want to give? Hey, what vacations do we want to go on? This okay, trip? So what? Oh, okay. All right. So now I'm going to transition to the business side of things, okay? So the, the fourth thing, the fourth discipline that has really, I guess, transformed our success is mastering the sales process. Now, I'm imagining most of you, or if not all of you, have at least personally been selling homes for whatever period, and you're probably still selling homes or now starting to manage or managing your team selling homes. Um, and again, we'll go on to the easy part, right? Like creating systems around everything that you can possibly control that is repetitive or repetitive enough is a complete game changer. You've done it, you know, you know, we created a lot of our systems around what are the things that wake us up at night? Oh, the buyer send the earnest money, right? Um, well, let's just create a system around all those things. Take the thinking out of it because taking that, the thinking out of it reduces the stress. And then we just follow the process and people are always like, wow, how do you remember everything? Well, I don't. My sister reminds me for it. I just follow it. And so um, anything that causes you stress that can be proactively managed I would always encourage you to create a system around it. Now, I'm sure, you know, there's a talk about getting an assistant or showing agents. That, that would be a whole part of the systems um, that I could go into as well. But um, that's what I would really encourage. Everything that can elevate you to being your highest and best and the leader you want to become for whatever kind of business you want to be building is huge. Um, and then here's another one. Now, I, I'm imagining most of you, because you're here with coaching, you are doing this. But if you're leading, a team as well. I think it's one of the things I really coach, coach my agents. Um, but real estate agents love to think they work and they don't always work, right? So I'm like, if you treat your job like a full-time real job, you will always make a lot of money, <laughs> right? Like how many people in the world make a, like 100K, six figures when they're not working at least around 40 hours a week? I mean, maybe once you have your successful business, right? Or, or millionaires don't count. But like normal people, nobody gets paid that to just show up 15 hours a week. And then we have agents that sit there wondering why they make the salary 15 hours a week, right? So I just think like show up, get up every single day, treat it like a real job, right? Who's read the book, Eat That Frog? Anybody, right? So do the hardest, most important work every day. Who knows what the hardest, most important work in real estate is, right? Make those calls. We'll talk about that in the next discipline. Uh, and I, I believe that if you treat everything that you do in real estate and in your work kind of like ping pong, then you're, you're going to do really well. So the ball should never be in your court. Just pass it back, pass it back. If you read an email, touch it once, respond, file it, delete it. People always ask me now, wow, where do you start getting successful? I'm like, oh, we'll just answer the phone. We call everybody back every time. Um, and it's, it is a game changer. So just... The less the balls in your fort, the more things move forward. Um, and it, you also train yourself to have higher capacity that way. So um, the touch at once concept is huge with just about every task you can do. Again, it makes it easier. You're going to have some emails, some tasks that are going to require more time than that. But they should be minimal in the majority of your, your activities that, that bond people down, like email or text. Just touch it once and take care of it. So um, 
that's a, that's a huge, that's a huge one. So number five, get really good at the phone. Um, raise your hand if you like calling people and being on the phone. I have some people shaking their hands and a couple of people raising their hands. Thanks for the honesty, everybody. Well, I'm one of those weird people that uh, became a lover of the phone, but um, I, I I remember the absolute terror the first time we got a paper click read on our new home search website. And I looked at Kirby and I was like, what do I do? So we'll call it. I don't know what you say, but I just started doing it, right? And then we eventually got coaches and people that helped us be better at it. Um, but what, I, what I've gotten from it, right, is that the only way to go, grow to love it and get better is just by doing it. Um, and the more you do it, the better you, you are in it. And I think that's really what happened with me. Um, you know, I single-handedly was the one that managed all of our home search website leads for a couple of years. I set all of the appointments, worked all the leads, sold about 60 homes by the next year out of that website. Um, so, and so I learned a lot and you have to talk to a lot of people to, to, to do that. Um, and, uh, this is, this was like a, you know, Tiger League, which was became commissioned they or got bought out by them. So, um, just, just the testimony there that it can work for everybody, for you, for your agents, just doing it and learning. One of the, the here's a strategy that helped me to get really good on the phone. Okay. There's a book called Go for No. The premise of the book is exactly the title, <laughs> but it really makes a difference because if you want to be liked, sell ice cream, right? That's just, we're, we're not going to be liked by everybody when we're calling people about real estate. So most people get discouraged calling people on the phone because they're, they're wanting a yes. We, we all want a yes. And when you instead are realistic and say, hey, I'm going to get rejected and you almost make it like a game, it completely changes your game, right? So instead of saying, hey, I'm going to go for setting five appointments today, I would go, I'm going to see if I can just get 10 people to say afternoon by the end of the day, not intentionally, right? But we're going to do it. We've all gotten hung up on. <laughs> and, um, and I'm just going to see how many friends I can make along the way. And instead of checking, instead of feeling bad about all the hangups and, you know, nice things people sometimes say when they do that, you start checking it off. Like in, in your brain, it's like, I achieved another goal, you know? And in the process of that, it, it's actually very rare you're going to have hit 10 of those in a day um, if you're learning and getting better at scripts and conversations, right? And by the end of it, you're probably going to have your goals of what you wanted set and achieved. But the mindset of it is different in that you're, you're very realistic with that. So understanding the math with numbers, with phone call, to me, has always helped me. Again, I keep going back to, I like it easy. I like to know where I'm going because then I can function within that. So you buy 100 leads online, likely is 30% of them are going to be bad numbers. The other, some people might have realtors, whatever. If you make 100 calls, you're probably at best going to get 10 live conversations. Of those, if you're good, at the end of the day, you're going to set about one. So there's a math. And you're basically going for 99, not set appointments out of 100 calls. But you should end up with one by the end of the day. So that helps me. And if you can understand your math or start to, to track it, it really helps you to be able to approach it with that kind of eye wide open thing and train your team with that as well.
Um, so I'd encourage you to learn scripts, get good coaching with that. There's a lot online, but getting a, an actual coach, we're doing real role playing. A lot of teams, um, in a lot of groups will do role playing and that is huge. Um, we do that every week on our team and give feedback and get the feedback. Uh, one of the first script coaches I had, he was really direct and would make me cry. However, he did make me cry. <laughs> However, what I will say is that he really taught me like the if I hadn't gotten that coaching, I wouldn't have gotten better. Um, and so I'm really grateful for that. And I think that has enabled me to be a better coach with my agents now with more sensitivity possibly, but you need, you need to go get it and give real feedback to get better. And in regards to being able to get good at the phone, listen, if you ask really good questions, you're going to get really good answers. And if you ask kind of lousy questions, like yes or no questions, most of the time, especially at the onset of a conversation are good, right? So you're going to get yes or no answers. That doesn't give the conversation going very far. Thanks for listening. Would you please take a minute to share the show with other agents who may be struggling? And if you love the podcast, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platform. And make sure you visit scaleordiebook.com to get a free copy of my book. It's a nuts and bolts guide to building a real estate business that gives you true time and money freedom so that you can live your life without regrets. Thanks again and see you on the next episode.